0: good evening. Good to see each one of you back in the Lord's house tonight on this wonderful Christmas Eve. Let's stand together and turn to page 125. Page 125, Away in a Manger. We'll sing all three verses as we begin tonight. Page number 125. Sing together with me. Away in a manger, no crib for a bed. Lay down his sweet head. The stars in the sky look down where he lay. The little Lord Jesus, asleep on the hay. The cattle are lowing. The baby. He makes, I love Thee, Lord Jesus, look down from the sky, and stay by my cradle till morning is nigh. Be near me, Lord Jesus, I ask Thee to stay close by me forever love me, I pray, bless all the dear children in thy tender care, and take us to heaven to live with thee there,
1: amen. Amen. What a blessing, Uh, what a blessing. Sure, thankful you're back uh, tonight in our Christmas Eve uh, service uh, for this evening. What a, what a blessing. Sure, thankful for the manger, amen, and thankful for the message. And did just want to mention uh, tonight uh, that uh, we had uh, Brooke uh, that uh, came forward this morning, trusted in Christ as her Savior, uh, and so mercy, what a Christmas gift that is, amen, and uh, what a blessing uh, there. I did just want to remind you of a few things. Uh, of course, next Sunday is uh, New Year's Eve, and so we are going to have our regular services, but don't forget about uh, the uh, Linger Longer following uh, the evening service, and then also a couple of other things. There is a wedding coming up for I uh, for um, Sophie Mirhoff uh, in uh, February. She is she's getting married uh, to Isaac uh, Needfelt, but he's not a member of our church, so I don't care about him. So <laughs> Sophie's getting married. All right. So no, he's a good guy. But anyways, uh, sort of. Uh, but Sophie's getting married uh, in February and so she is having a wedding shower January the 6th and so uh, ladies don't forget about that and they're registered at Amazon and then I also wanted to mention this something else coming up in the beginning of February is the Midwest Couples Retreat and so there's some sign-up sheets in the outer foyer out there uh, for that and so we are reason I'm saying that is because in the next couple of weeks, we got to have couple signed up for that. It just kind of came on us really quickly. And so I wanted to mention uh, that tonight. But I'm not going to make any other things. Uh, you, you kind of, most of you know the schedule. You have the bulletins and things like that. Did just want to say this we've had so much sickness and stuff like that. We're actually not going to be able to have any special music again. Uh, tonight, uh, but what we're going to do is let's just have a time where we just sing some Christmas carols, amen, and then we're going to preach tonight on the uh, shepherds as they are there at the manger uh, scene, and so looking forward to that. Let's pray and ask God's blessing on our services uh, tonight. I'm going to ask Brother David Griffin if you would pray for us.
0: Let's remain standing. Turn to page 135, if you would. Page 135. Angels from the realms of glory. We'll sing all verses tonight. Page 135. Angels from the realms of glory. The newborn king shepherds in the field abiding, watching o'er your flock by night. God with man is now residing. Yonder shines the infant light. Come and worship, come and worship, worship. Christ, the newborn King. Wise men, leave your contemplation. Brighter visions beam afar. Seek the great desire of nations. Ye have seen his natal star. Come and worship, come and worship, worship. Christ the newborn King, saints before the altar bending, watching long in hope and fear. Suddenly the Lord. Christ, the newborn King, amen. amen. Good to be in the Lord's house tonight, so thankful for all that he's done for us. Now we get a chance to give back to him, amen. Let's go ahead and have a word of prayer together tonight. I'm going to ask Brother Ethan Whitney if you would pray tonight, please. Amen. You may be seated tonight. 23. Page 123. I'm going to invite you to stand with me again. We're going to sing all verses that have Silent Night, Holy Night, page 123. Sing out together on that first verse. S Turn to one last song tonight. Page one hundred and forty-six. Page number one hundred and forty-six. I heard the bells on Christmas Day. We'll sing all verses this evening for our last song together. Page one forty-six. I heard the bells on Christmas Day. There. The bell freeze of all Christendom and rolled along the unbroken song of peace on earth, good will to men, and in despair I bowed my head there. doth he sleep the wrong shall fail the right prevail with Of peace on earth, good will to men. Amen. Wonderful singing tonight. I'm going to ask you to remain standing. Get your Bibles ready for the message tonight.
1: Always enjoy that song. It reminds you how how much better God's music sounds when you get your heart right with God. Amen. And uh, what a blessing. Well, <clears throat> I was telling somebody tonight. It's five o'clock. That's the time when I'm waking up from my Sunday afternoon nap. Amen. So, my hand is made to hold a cup of coffee at this time in the evening. All right. Uh, So, uh, just bear with me a little bit. Uh, But, of course, we did see uh, this morning in Luke chapter number 2, and uh, we saw this morning the manger scene, the birth of the Savior, and what a blessing that was. And so, let's pick up tonight uh, in verse number 8. And so, we're going to see the Christmas story part uh, number 2. Now, I don't want to burst anybody's bubble here, but the wise men were not at the manger scene. All right. They were about two years out. All right. And so, you know, whatever scale your Christmas stuff is, just move them down about two years away. Amen. And you'll be fine there. So, well, they're in our yard. Well, then put them in the backyard. They're on their way. Amen. Uh, But uh, who was it the manger scene was the shepherds. All right. And so, Luke chapter 2 and verse number 8, and the Bible says this And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And notice this, and they were sore afraid. And I believe that be rightly so, amen. I'm just telling you, when man stands before God, there's going to be that, that great fear. But notice in verse number 10, And the angel said unto them, Fear not, For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, and I like this especially, which shall be to all people. All right, and so it says, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord, and this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was a, with the angel, a multitude of, of, of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Well, we got to go check this out, fellas. Right? They say, Well, let, they said, let us, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing, in her heart and the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them and i do want to just read verse 21 because notice it says and when eight days and when eight days were accomplished for the circumcision of the child his name was called jesus which was so named of the angel before he was conceived In the womb. And so again, Mary still obeying what God had said to her back in Luke and chapter number one. That's what I want to say to you tonight. What takes place in the manger scene may go seemingly unnoticed by the world at this time, but it does not go unnoticed by God. Heaven is rejoicing in the birth of God's Son as redemption has now been sent to mankind. And God in His sovereignty and providence once again does something that is, that is strange to man. What should have taken place in a palace happens in a manger. But now we see really what should have been announced to the royalty around the world is announced to some lowly shepherds keeping, their, keeping watch over their flock nearby. But as we saw with the manger scene, God does nothing by chance. There is always purpose and intent. And what I want to say to you tonight is this. I think this too can also be seen with the shepherds. So we're going to look tonight at this. We saw this morning the message of the manger. But tonight we're going to see the lessons from the shepherds in the Christmas story part 2 I believe there's a tremendous message here, but even an example here from the shepherds tonight. Father, bless the preaching now. Thank you for those that would have made it a point to honor you tonight, to show you and give you the glory and the reverence in their lives and to be in church on, on a Sunday night. And I'm so grateful for that and thankful, Lord, that there's just a, a packed house tonight and, and guests among us. And Lord, thank you for the sweet Christmas carols that celebrate the birth of your son but we know that he came with a purpose and that was to die on the cross for our sins and no doubt the resurrection and the empty tomb would prove that this is no ordinary birth so lord as you called these shepherds to praise you glorify you tonight lord help us to do the same and i ask it in jesus name amen you may be seated tonight sure appreciate you standing in honor of god's word I was so thankful to see Brooke get saved this morning. And I went home this afternoon and I thought to myself, I can't understand why churches don't have services on Sunday, even if it is a holiday. Listen, this is what it's all about right here, man. This is, this is what Christmas is, is all about. I don't know about you, but I couldn't imagine the greatest show or Broadway play of man taking place and not having an audience to praise them or give them the glory for their per- performance Be kind of an odd thing, wouldn't it? For there not to be anyone sitting there and watching and and listening to it. Yet in the previous text is really the culmination of the Almighty God's handiwork. But without an audience. The angel Gabriel has been sent to Zacharias and Elizabeth to prepare them for the birth of John the Baptist, the forerunner of Jesus Christ. And then he was sent to Mary, a virgin, a spouse to a man named Joseph Joseph. And, of course, we know that she would conceive of the Holy Ghost and deliver in the manger in the small town of Bethlehem that we saw this morning. But I want to say to you tonight that really this goes back far beyond, far beyond what God was doing in chapter number 1. This goes all the way back, even before the, the 400 years of silence that, that fall between the Old and the New Testaments. It goes back to Malachi, to Zechariah, to Isaiah, even Samuel and King David. In fact, it goes back to Moses and Jacob and Abraham and even Adam and Eve. My friend, what I'm saying to you tonight is this, is that really all of this was established before the foundations of the world. And so therefore, it rightly so deserves an audience to give God the glory and the praise for His performance in giving His only begotten Son to this world. But God does something vastly different to man, as he often does. He chooses his audience with these shepherds. Shepherds. Now there's a, I guess we could say it like this, maybe a vocation that we would all look for our children to aspire to. Shepherds. It's lowly, but yet God calls upon them to be his audience. It's interesting here, this announcement that has been given, and this is how it begins here. I want you to look back with me at verse number 8. And it says here in verse number 8, And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping, their watch, over, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid." And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to, to all people. And so uh, it, how this all begins to unfold is that the, this angel appears unto these shepherds with this announcement. And it is an announcement of good news. That's what good tidings means. It means good news. And, 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 and you know, you see this this. This, uh, this darkness that uh, is suddenly interrupted by the glory of God shining on them and, and their silence among the sheep all of a sudden is, is interrupted by the appearance of this, of this angel. And rightly so, the shepherds were sore afraid. But I also want to call your attention to the times that an, an angel appeared unto men in the Old Testament. It wasn't always good news. In fact, most of the time it was a, a, a message of judgment and then death would, would follow. And so the shepherds, rightly so, are, are sore afraid. And, and so, understanding this, the angel immediately relieves their fear by saying, Hey, listen, uh, don't, don't fear not. This is good tidings. This is, this is good news. But, but I like this. He goes on to say this that it's not just good news. For one particular group of people. It's good news for, for all people. Keeping true to the theme of, of Luke's gospel. That the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Well, well Luke now is including the Gentiles. Luke Luke records the message from heaven. That Jesus Christ didn't just come for the Jews. Or that Jesus Christ didn't just come for the religious crowd. No Jesus Christ came so that all could be saved So that all could be forgiven of their sin And that includes you and me And I want you to notice down in verse number 11 The substance of of this announcement It says, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior Which is Christ the Lord And, And so a Savior has been born The word Savior means deliverer He's not, and and now listen, He's not come to deliver Israel from the powerful grip of the Roman Empire. He's come to deliver man from the powerful grip of sin. He's come to set the captives free and to deliver them from the condemnation of Almighty God. Well, this world speaks much of John 3, 16, but we forget John 3, 17 and 18. For God sent not His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Well, I'm telling you, what an announcement, amen, that the Savior has come. I like what one preacher said. He said it like this. He said he became God with us so he could die as God for us, so he could live as God in us, so that one day he will, as God, come for us, what a blessing, amen. now listen, this this might not I, I would say this tonight. it really it should excite us tonight, but this might not, but but I want to say this: one thing is clear: heaven was no doubt excited about this and and so you, you notice there in verse number twelve, we dealt with this this morning, the sign uh, of them, the the Babe being wrapped in the manger scene and, and, and the virgin birth and all of those things. But look down at verses 13 and 14. It says, And suddenly there was with the an angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And so this heavenly host began to praise God because he has shown his goodwill, his kindness toward man by giving Him salvation through His Son, Jesus Christ. And it's through Jesus Christ that man can have peace with God. What a blessing that is. The culmination of God's plan for redemption of mankind since the foundation of the world, it's now been set in motion with the birth of Jesus Christ at the manger scene. The one in whom time on earth revolves around. Has been born. The one in whom eternity is determined. For mankind. Has been born. The the one in whom every creature in heaven. And in the earth. And under the earth. Will bow the knee and confess. That he is Lord. Has been born. What I'm trying to get across to you tonight is this is that this is obviously no ordinary birth. It is one of great power and glory. And, and I, I'm just telling you, words can't embody what has taken place here. Yet the God of infinite wisdom and power chooses to reveal this, credible, this incredible news to some lowly shepherds on the outskirts of Bethlehem. I guess maybe what I'm trying to get across to you tonight is this is that when I considered all of that, I had to ask myself, why? And Hopefully you would as well. Never thought of it like that, preacher. Why would he do that? But really, as you begin to study it out, I think you and I can both see it tonight. Certainly one of those things would be this, the picture that they provide of the arriving Savior. Do you ever think about this? Their occupation as shepherds symbolizes the spiritual office that Jesus Christ is going to hold. He is our chief shepherd. Amen. Listen, let me give you a couple of verses tonight in First Peter, in chapter number two and verse twenty-five, says, "For ye were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls." First Peter five four, and when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. Listen, when you think about all that the shepherds do and certainly how the sheep act, well, I'm telling you, it's a tremendous picture of our relationship that we have with our chief shepherd, Jesus Christ. I'm thankful tonight He comforts as shepherds do. I don't know if this ever crossed your mind, but you understand these shepherds are nearby the town of Bethlehem. I can't help but to think maybe they were out there in some of the area where David, King David would sit and watch his father's sheep. And maybe where, he would get the, maybe where he would get the intellect that God would use to pin down Psalm 23 in verse number 4 that says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. You know what David was saying? David was saying, God, you're like a shepherd. And yet here it is, God's revealing that the chief shepherd has come to the shepherds. In the similar area that David was watching his father, sheep. I'm thankful tonight we have a Savior who is always there. He's there to comfort. He's there to guide. He's there to give grace through trials and afflictions and difficulties. His presence lets me know that I'm not alone. Whether it's a dark valley or a distant wolf seeking to do me harm. He comforts me, protects me, reassures me. Thankful tonight, aren't you? Thankful tonight He chastens I mean, listen, you, a lot of us go, wait, wait a minute. You tricked us into that one. I mean, that's, I'm, I'm thankful tonight because sheep do have a tendency to wonder. Uh, uh, we just, we do. What we, listen, that's, that's how we are. That's in our sin nature, isn't it? To do our own thing and wander off and go our own way. But it's the shepherd that knows where the green pastures are. It's the shepherd that knows where, where, where the uh, still waters are. And it's the shepherd that lovingly chastens his sheep and brings them Back to the fold. It's the shepherd that knows where to find life and find life more abundantly. I love what he said in John 10, 10 and 11, The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. Somebody say amen tonight. But you understand, you also think about this. I mean, you can't help but to think this, that they, they so resemble him in their character and many many would think why again why why not announce this to someone that well we if we could say it like this important in the eyes of men but then again you got to think about this well the news did eventually come to king herod and look what he wanted to do with it he wanted to try to kill the the baby or the savior the young child the lord jesus but but you also got to consider this, announcing the birth of the Savior to lowly shepherds. It is so true to the ways of God, isn't it? I love what he says in 1 Corinthians 1 and verses 27 and 20, verses 27, 28 and 29. Here's what it says, listen to this. But God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. Base things of the world and things which are despised hath God chosen, yea, things which are not to bring to naught things that are that no flesh should glory in His presence. Won't you listen to this tonight? Shepherds continue the theme of humility that's seen in the manger. Being a shepherd was not a business of high regard nor high profits. A shepherd was a lowly occupation but with this announcement they are exalted before God. And man, that's how the the economy of God always works, doesn't it? That it's when we humble ourselves, God exalts us and uses us for His honor and His glory. But probably tonight, the greatest picture, it's not with the shepherds themselves. But it's with that which they are responsible to keep. Many of us know this, but I want to remind you tonight that Bethlehem is located about five miles south of Jerusalem in the temple. It was a rural farming community that produced the sheep that were to be sacrificed at the temple. The reality is, listen to this tonight, this wasn't just a birth announcement, this was a retirement announcement for the shepherds. Because the Lamb of God has come. And He's going to give Himself on the cross of Calvary once and for all. And so you understand, God was robed in humanity in the person of Jesus Christ so that He could go to the cross Himself and finish the work of man's redemption. God's blood would be shed, Christ would die be buried and rise again the third day, proving that the redemptive work is complete. He would spend 40 days and nights on the earth and ascend to be at the right hand of the Father. There's no more need for sacrifices. This is why Christ would cry out on the cross, It is finished. And you understand tonight, there's no more works for man that man can do in order to obtain a salvation. Now, All man has to do is come to Jesus Christ with repentance toward God and faith in Him. And that is how man is saved. We had a young lady get saved this morning and receive forgiveness of sin and eternal life. And she didn't do anything for it but bow her head and call upon Jesus to save her. Because that is how man is saved. But there's not only a wonderful picture here. But I love, the thing that I love about the shepherds is, man, they provide a tremendous pattern for God's people to follow even today. Look down at verse number, verse number 15. I think we could say it like this. God knew how they would react. And their reaction shows us really what our reaction ought to be to the news that Christ has come. Look, look at verses 15 and 16 with me. And I want to say this to you tonight. The first thing that they did was this. They believed the message. Look at what happens in verse 15. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which, the, which, which, which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now, I realize tonight it doesn't directly say that or outright say they believe the message, but really it doesn't have to. It just tells us what they did that demonstrates they believed the message. They didn't look around and go, "Wow, wow, that was weird. Let's go back to work, fellas. Was that an alien? I mean, this is what our world does today is explains away the miracles and grace of God with some nonsense and foolishness. No, 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 no. They believe the message. God is at work. God's doing something. Guys, we've got to go. And what I'm saying to you tonight is this, is that that's exactly, that, that's, that's, that's what, that shows us what we're to do with the message that Christ has come. Here's what we're to do. Believe it. It's so what he says in John in John chapter 3 and verse 15, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever's baptized in him. No, oh, it doesn't say that at all, does it? It says, Whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You understand the message of faith is going to be the message that John the Baptist is going to preach, and then it's going to be the message that Jesus Christ is going to preach then it's going to be the message that his apostles preach. It's also to be the message that Faith Baptist Church is still to preach. And what I'm saying to you, friend, is this. It's the message that we're to receive that gives us forgiveness of our sins and eternal life with our God. The shepherds, they believed it. And what I'm saying to you tonight is this. We need to believe it. If you don't know Christ is your Savior, man, tonight's the night to be saved. We had one get saved this morning. Why not have one more tonight? Well, look at the next thing here. Look at what happens in verse 17. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning the child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. You know what they did? They, they not only believed it, but they witnessed to others about it. Isn't that awesome? They, they didn't listen. They didn't go, well, that was cool. Let's go back to work. They said, man, this, this is such news that we cannot keep this to ourselves. We've got to tell others. Now, I don't know about you, but I've had times where I've had some pretty exciting news and had to tell everybody. You know, but most of the time it was very temporal, carnal things. I'm sure you've never done that before, all right? I've, anyways, I'm... Why don't we get excited about the spiritual things? Be able to share what God has done. And that's exactly what they did. Now, let let me give you the last thing here tonight. I know I'm shocking you, but this is the last thing. Look at verse number 20. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. And here's the last thing that they did. So listen to this. They believed it. They witnessed of it. And then they glorified God over it. And the word glorify means to magnify. You know what he's saying? He's saying this, they just simply praised God. They thanked Him, they worshipped Him. They were filled with great joy with the news of the Savior and had told many people, man, now they're just rejoicing. And And I think this tonight, I think sometimes as God's people, we forget about this aspect of the Christian life, especially at this time of the year where we're so busy and we're so distracted some of you tonight man i'm telling you it took all you could to be here and your mind is thinking about well my mind's thinking you know what i have a tendency we to do on sunday or christmas eve night is make a bunch of junk food and ride around and look at christmas lights and i've lost half of you right there didn't i i don't and i think sometimes we get so distracted and all the temporal things of this world, when really what we need to do is get on our face and praise God for His great love for us, that He would send the Lord Jesus Christ and be born of a virgin and a manger. What great humility. That God would clothe Himself in the bonds of flesh and live a sinless, spotless, and perfect life and go to the cross of Calvary for my sin and yours. So that you and i can have forgiveness today and we can walk with our great god what about you tonight i think not only do you need to receive the announcement make sure that you know christ is your savior but boy oh boy let us follow this pattern tonight let's all stand tonight